Hello, 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 everyone, everyone, hello. Welcome back to the Finding Peace Within podcast. I am your host, Lisa L. Dalton. If you are a first-time guest to the Finding Peace Within podcast, let me say welcome to the podcast. If you are a repeat guest, let me say welcome back to the podcast. And if you are watching me via YouTube, I want to just wave at you and say, hey, 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 hey. I pray you all have been doing well. Hey, guess, guess what? Guess what? Guess what? If you want to follow me on social media, this is how you do it. Just Google my name, findingpeacewithin.org, Lisa L. Dalton. You can find me on Facebook, Lisa L. Dalton, Instagram, at I am Lisa L. Dalton. And again, you can just Google my name, Lisa L. Dalton, and you will find me there. Also, on my on my website, you can find some of the videos that I've done, all of the old podcasts, some of the blogs, the fitness videos that I've done out there. Just go out there, enjoy yourself, and get caught up on all the videos and all the podcasts and blogs that I've written. I want to say thank you guys for being supporters of the Finding Peace Within podcast. We are still growing. As you see, I'm still inside my small space, but I've been working on my she shed. So hopefully by the end of October, I will be in my new space. And I'm so, so, so excited about it. Today, I want to talk to us, uh, to you all, about possible I'm a huge fan of the marbles. That's something my husband and I do together. We like to sit and watch the marbles. Marvels. And I watched one of Dr. Strange's, the old one, when he first became Dr. Strange. And he met the ancient one. And y'all know a lot of, lot of lessons are in these type of movies. And I always like to take them back to the Bible. Is there something spiritual? Is there a spiritual message here that I can share? And in Dr. Strange, I found 10, 10 messages that I want to share with you that I can show you in the Bible where it speaks of that very thing. Let's open up with prayer. Lord, we thank you for this day. We honor your name. We praise you, O oh God, for who you are in our lives. We thank you for your love and your grace. We thank you for your peace. We thank you for keeping us all safe, O oh God. We just thank you for touching our minds on today. Now, Lord, as I begin to teach this lesson on possibilities, let those who are listening understand that through you, all things are possible. All things are possible. And all we need is in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen, amen, amen. Now, let's get into this lesson. There are 10, 10 I got from the movie, Doctor Strange. However, I'm only going to share five today. Number one, all you need is possible. That's one of the things that the ancient one told him as he began to get himself back together. You know, he wanted her to give her some, give him this, you know, magic thing that would make his hands work again the way they did when he was a doctor, when he was a surgeon. But she said, no, everything starts within the soul. And we know the Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And the heart, the mind, the soul are all connected. What she said to him is all you need is possible. 
Joshua 1 and 9 says, Have I not commanded you to be strong and courageous? Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And when the Lord is with us wherever we go, that means what we are carrying faith with us. We are carrying hope with us. We're carrying what? Possibility with us wherever we go. Job asked the question, is there anything too hard for God? No, it is not. There is nothing too hard for God. But what do we need to have? We need to have faith. We need to have possible. When we believe that it is possible, there is nothing God won't do for us. The second lesson is this. Find your teacher and your mind will elevate and your spirit will heal. Find your teacher and your mind will elevate and your spirit will heal. John 14, 26 says, But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, and that is Jesus' name, he will teach you all things and bring to you remembrance all that I said to you. That's what Jesus was telling his disciples. I'm going to send you the helper, the Holy Spirit. And that's what she said. When you find your teacher, the Holy Spirit is our teacher. The Holy Spirit is our God. The Holy Spirit is our comforter. And what does the Holy Spirit come to do? He comes to elevate our mind. He comes to change the way we think. That's what Paul said. That we should have our mind renewed, forgetting the things behind us and pressing toward the mark of the prize of the high calling, which is in Christ Jesus. And when we do that, what happens? Our spirit begins to heal. And that's what the ancient one said to Dr. Strange. Find your teacher. And our teacher is the Holy Spirit. And when we get our teacher in the line up with what the teacher is telling us to do our minds and our hearts and our souls will begin to heal and elevate john 14 and 16 says and i will ask the father he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever the holy spirit is our advocate the holy spirit is our teacher 2 Corinthians 1, 3, and 4. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our tribulations, that we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted with by our God. So when Dr. Strange began his healing process, he was able to go back out into the world and begin to talk and um, rescue those who were in trouble. And that's what it says here. When the Holy Spirit builds builds us up in our holy faith and we are now comforted through him, we can now go out and comfort others but you can't go out and comfort others when you are bound yourself you got to get your own self together because you can't be 
um, taking on anybody else's problems, and then you haven't dealt with your own. That's good stuff. You got to deal with your own stuff before you start taking on other people's stuff. Number three, forget everything you think you know. I am an educator, and when I teach, I will tell I would tell the new hires, forget everything you knew. Because here we do things a little differently. And that's what she said to him. Forget everything you think you know. Let's go. Romans 12 and 2. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the what? Renewing of your mind. So that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. Do not be conformed to this world. Do not think the way the world does. Do not think the way you used to think, but be transformed. And that's what she did. She transformed when he does all that stuff with his hands. You know, he began to transform. And he said, all I see myself doing is waving my hands in the air. But what he was doing was transforming things to go into. And that's how it is here. The Lord wants us to transform our minds, renew our minds so we can now begin to think the way the Lord thinks. We can begin to move about the way the Holy Spirit says move about in the world. And not only that, we will be able to prove what Jesus said. We will be able to prove and work out our soul salvation being acceptable and perfect by the will of the Lord. Not that we're perfect people, but we are working it out according to the way the scripture said, according to our faith. Let it be known to you who Jesus Christ is. Number one, two, three, four. The body can put itself back together in all kinds of ways. Now, Dr. Strange is a doctor, which means he's a scientist. And he thinks that's Everything has to be put back together through science. She said, no, it's put back together through your soul, through your spirit. That's how things are put back together. Scripture, Proverbs 23 and 7. For as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. If you feel like you're broken, then you're going to be broken. If you feel like things are falling apart, then things will fall apart. If you feel like you are not worthy, then you will not be worthy. You have to begin to speak life. Their life and death is in the power of the what? The tongue. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. So we now have to begin to think differently. The body can put itself back together in all kinds of ways. It's what we do with our body. That's how our bodies begin to heal. If you're feeling sick and depressed, you got to deal with what you're thinking about. Let the body put you back together. Romans 4.17 As it is written, a father of many nations have I made before him whom he believed, even God who giveth life to the dead 
and calleth the things that are not as though they were. God who gives life to the dead, even God who giveth life to the dead, calls those things that be not as though they were. So we have to be like God. He says, before him who believed, even God who gave life to the death and called, God has to say, live. You will live. They asked the question, um, can these dry bones live? And yes, these dry bones can live. But you got to speak life into your dead situation. Wow. Number five. Don't reject, oh, I might be able to get through to all 10. Don't reject the possibilities. Don't reject the possibilities. Isaiah 43, 19 says, Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. I will make a way in the wilderness out there when you're all by yourself. We call it the wilderness experience when you feel like God has left you. And you feel like all you out here all alone. God is like, I got you while you're going through your dark place. In the wilderness is a dark place. But guess what's happening out there in the wilderness? God is providing and making ways for you. Ah, yes. He is causing things to spring up, to grow while you're in the wilderness. God is allowing things to grow for you while you're in the wilderness. And he will put a river in the middle of a desert. I watched a movie called The Queen of the Desert. And I think it was, um, gosh, I can't even call her name right now, but a very well-known actress was playing, playing the part. And she devoted her life to uh, archaeology. And she traveled through the desert. There was no water there. They had to carry the water with them as they stopped along the way. But God is saying, I will provide water for you. Rivers, which means it's going to stream. Rivers stream, flow down. He's going to provide for you while you are in your wilderness. Don't reject possibilities. Number six, we never lose our demons. We learn to live above them. His question was, how do I get out of this? You know, those things that have been hounding me and the things from that car wreck those experiences that you may have had from your past and are going through right now how do i get through here she says you never lose your demons we learn to live above them this is what paul said romans 7 13 through 21 has then what is good become death to me what is good becomes death to me? Certainly not. But sin, that it might appear sin, was producing death in me through what is good. 
so that sin through the commandment might become exceedingly sinful. What is he saying here? For now that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. We are, if you are a believer, you are not a sinner. How yet sin still resides in your members. Sin is still a part of your life. No, you are not a sinner, but sin still resides in you. For what I, for what I am doing, I do not understand. For what I will to do that I do not practice, but hate that I do. He's saying when I want to do good, evil stands before me. If then I do what I will not to do, I agree with the law that it is good. I'm agreeing with my actions that what I'm doing is justified. But now it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. When you know to do good and you don't do it, that's sin. The demons are still there. I say you are only as delivered. You are only delivered as your next test how do you even know you don't cuss no more until somebody piss you off and then you don't cuss you know i said man i am not the lisa i used to be thank you lord but push me push me and we'll see what happens that's how we know when we are delivered but i'm telling you push me really far that you might get a cuss word i'm just saying Right, I'm just saying, you might get a cuss word. <laughs> For I know that in me, that is, in my flesh, nothing good dwells. For to will is present with, for, let's get this right. For to will is present with me, but how to perform what is good, I do not find. For the good that I will to do, I do not. But the evil, I will not to do. That I practice. That if I do. That if I do. What I will not to do. It is no longer I who do it. But sin that dwells in me again. I find then a law. That evil is present with me. The one who wills to do good. And Paul is saying. I am the one who wills to do good. But evil is still present in me. For I delight in the law of God, according to the inward man. But I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind. And bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. I see, what I, I see some good out there. Y'all, there's some good stuff out there in the world. There's some good stuff. Man, I know. I see that tall, dark, and handsome man. I see him. My Lord. The flesh says, go forth. However, the, the, the good part of me says, no, don't do that. And that's what we want to do. We want to focus on doing the right things of God. Because why? The demons never go away. The demons never go away. We have to stay prayerful. We have to stay before the Lord. We have to keep our minds on Christ. Believing that all things are possible. Even the willingness to stay away from sin. Number seven. How do I get from here to there? She said, 
how did you become a doctor? He said, I studied and practiced. And she says, that's how you get from there, from here to there. You study and practice. 2 Timothy 2 and 15, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing in the word of truth. Study, study the word of God. Ask the Lord to show you what it is you need to be doing. If you need to be um, going and getting some lessons and taking some classes, some certifications in whatever it is that you're doing, do that study to show yourself approve a workman a workman that needeth not to be ashamed rightly dividing the word of truth you don't want to be out here preaching and teaching and helping people do whatever it is you do and you don't even understand how to do it yourself and you don't want to embarrass yourself study and practice number eight no knowledge is forbidden just certain practices i think he asked i can't even remember his name um, about the library and the books he said oh so i gotta stay away from here he said oh no i so this is knowledge i don't need to know he said oh no no knowledge is forbidden just certain practices is forbidden first corinthians 10 23 through 24 all things are lawful for me but not all things are helpful all things are lawful for me, but not all things edify. Let no one seek his own, but each one of the other's well-being. All things are lawful for me, but all things are not helpful for me. Just because I am grown enough to do it does not mean it's good for me. No, it, it's not it's 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 not let me see how what i what do i want to use mm. it's not against the law to eat y'all know i'm into health and fitness so it's not against the law to eat hamburgers french fries and st strawberry shakes and ice cream and cookies and donuts all in a meal that's probably like six thousand calories no but is it helpful for me to do that it's not against the law but is it helpful? Who does it edify? Who gets any good out of it? He's like, my belly gets good. I feel good because I enjoy eating it. But in the end, what is the reward in the end? That's what Paul is saying here. We have the knowledge of what we can do. But is it edifying to do? You you can have the knowledge but you can't practice that yeah we know but can we practice it no you cannot practice it <laughs> number nine see the destination in your mind you gotta see it you gotta know when you get there well how do you know you there if you don't know what it looks like did you Habakkuk two and two write the vision and make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it did you write the vision did you make it plain enough that people can understand what you're talking about where you're trying to go what we're doing you don't want to just be out here walking with no real purpose write the vision make it plain see the destination in your mind know what it is you want know what you want it to look like what do you want it to look like? 
Have you thought about that? What do you want it to look like? Will you know it when you get there? That's what she that's what she's saying. See the destination. That's what Habakkuk is saying. See it. Write the vision. Make it plain. So that those who going along with you will run with it. And everybody will get on board. You won't be out here by yourself. And finally, number 10. Silence your ego and your power will rise. Wow. Silence your ego and your power will rise. It's like this. When you are a very, very intelligent person, you don't take other people's advice. And when you are a, um, my husband used to say this, a man out there on your own island doing your own thing, nobody can tell you anything. Now that's a problem in itself because a man left alone to himself is dangerous. So you need to let go of your ego. And we've heard this before. What is ego? Edging God out. When you edge God out, your power will rise. No, silence your power. Silence your ego and your power will rise. Stop edging God out and your power will rise. Let's go. Matthew 6 and 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added to you. Seek first the kingdom of God. And all of these things, everything you're thinking about, all the possibilities. If it is in his will, is it edifying? Is it good to do? Did God tell you that's what he wants you doing? Now, you got to seek God first. And all of these things will be added to you. But not until you seek God first, you ain't going to get no power. That's what she said. She said, silence your ego and your power will rise. So that means you got to humble yourself. You got to submit to someone else's authority and not your own authority. Not your own authority. I love 18th century movies. And they're always asking, under whose authority are you are you giving these commands? Under whose authority are you doing this? And it's like the king's authority. So under whose authority are you doing what you're doing? Did God tell you to do that? <laughs> I like to ask that question. Did God tell you to do that? Let's go back over our lessons from Dr. Strange. Number one, all you need is possible number two find your teacher and your mind will elevate and your spirit will heal number three forget everything you think you know number four the body can put itself back together in all kinds of ways number four don't reject the possibilities number five we never lose our demons we learn to live above them Number seven, how do I get from here to there? Study and practice. Number eight, no knowledge is forbidden, just certain practices. Number nine, see the destination in your mind. Write the vision and make it plain. Number 10, silence your ego and your power will rise. 
What am I saying here today? What is the lesson today? Find the Holy Spirit. Find your teacher. Find your way to God. And if you've backslided, find your way back to God. And then allow the Holy Spirit to comfort you and to teach you and to guide you into all truths according to the scripture. Not according to your opinion, but according to the scriptures. Allow the Holy Spirit to guide you to all things that's possible through Jesus Christ. That's good. I pray you are blessed by today's lesson. Remember, guys, go seek God first. Let your ego go. Let your ego go and submit your will to the Lord's will. Find out what God's will is for your life. And I know you will You will cause yourself to um, not go through a lot of heartache you won't have to be out there in the wilderness learning some lessons that you should have learned a long 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 time ago I pray uh, I do again pray you were blessed by the lessons I want you all to share the lesson with your friends share the lesson with your friends the lesson from Dr. Strange all things are Now, let's close out with the word of prayer. Lord, we thank you today, oh God. Once again, we honor your name and we just praise you, oh God, for being our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. We thank you for the word that was taught today, how we need to have faith, believing in you that all things are possible. As we seek you first, the kingdom of God, all things will be added unto you. Give us strength today. Allow this week to be a beautiful, prosperous week. And whatever lessons we need to learn through this week, allow us to learn it, to grow, and be better. And those things will be edifying to you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Now, you go. Make it a wonderful, wonderful day wonderful day don't forget you guys what do we say here a centered soul is a centered mind be blessed